Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso and his co-host. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso, and my co-host is traveling and seems to be technical difficulties, so I'm going to solo it today. And you're listening to the Spotlight, where we focus on highlighting Hollywood stars, sports greats, business experts, and game changers. If you're a fit, we want your interview on the Spotlight. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m., so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. Today, we set the stage for the spotlight with acrobat and film star Brian E. Neal. Welcome to the spotlight, Brian. Thank you, Tony, for having me. Oh, my pleasure. It's so great to have you join us. Thank you so much. And you know, Brian, I was going to read out your bio, which has got some great stuff in it. And I figure, well, since you're here, could you please tell us how it all started for you and then in your career include some of your milestone accomplishments as well? Of course. Well, um, as Tony said, I am a acrobat and um, I work in TV, film, commercials, uh, do print, runway and uh, voiceover work. And it began basically as I was a kid. I used to love watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and basically copying Will Smith. And in the back of my mind, I just knew like that's something that I could do and something I have fun with and want to do it. Of course, over the years, as I got older, I kind of strafed away from um, that reality and had other things planned. But like all things, if it's supposed to be, it's going to happen. So I was on a flight from Daytona Beach and I was talking and a woman highly suggested that I had my own radio show or I got into some modeling and I basically just took her advice. I went home. Got on the computer, the lovely Google search is wonderful. And I typed in, you know, modeling opportunities. And about two weeks later, I was at an audition for my first runway show. Performed the runway show. It was, you know, different, new experience. Didn't like it at first. So I thought I'll give it a little break. Took time off. Then I decided, you know what? That was something that I wanted to do. Let me dive back into it. So I started working again. Um, towards getting back into the industry. Before I knew it, I was on sets such as Betrayal, Chicago Fire. Um, my first movie, which was Divergent, I got to work with Shailene Woodley, one-on-one, which was fantastic. Then from that point, I knew this is something that I really want to do because I know I can do what they can do. Might take me a little bit more time, but I'm willing to put in a time to get to where they are so I can fulfill my dream. So I started pursuing more. I started doing commercials. Then I started getting more print work done. I have a few billboards that's um, in the Chicago suburbs. I'm on flyers for movie theaters. I'm on websites of Snyder International. So the more I keep working, the more good things come. Um, I'm traveling to L.A. next week. I have a big audition in L.A. next week. So I'm getting prepped and ready to head off to L.A. Um, to take care of this audition. 
That is so cool, Brian. And to the Spotlight audience, i like to make a very clear note that Brian went from, let's call it zero, to, to rising very fast on the top in just about four years. Is that, is that, isn't that correct, Brian? Yes, I hit um, four years this past March. That is absolutely amazing. And by the way, when you're in Los Angeles, please, please hit me up if you have some time. I'd love to, uh, to meet with you. I'm in the area as well. That would be so cool to, to meet. I don't always get a chance to meet my guests as they're all over the world, but it would be a great opportunity if you have a little time. Yes, definitely. That would be awesome. Cool. And also for the audience, I believe it, it, it you know, we'll strike it if I can't say, but you're in a couple of upcoming movies. Uh, one is a Black Panther movie, a Marvel movie. Is that right? Yes, I was able to uh, get... Um, uh, it's a background role, but even still, it's Marvel. And I was able to um, get on set. I got to learn from Chadwick, and it was an amazing opportunity, just a learning experience. Oh, that is so cool. And, you know, I've seen some of your acrobats and your stunts and so forth. And for the audience, you got to check it out. Let's see, your website here, just so that the audience has it, is com. Brian E. Neal. It's got some great acrobats there. And when you look at that to the spotlight audience, then you can easily see him as being an action star. So I can totally see you. And I believe that once you're in with Marvel, uh, you know, I'll see you up there somewhere along the line in, in one or the other superheroes because they're just rolling all of them out. Yes, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping just to keep making good connections, keep working. Um, also, yeah, this past uh, March, I did my first uh, stunt for a feature film called Captive State with um, John Goodman, which comes out um, early next year. So that was my first big stunt job that I performed as a um, photo or a stunt double for the lead actor, Jonathan Majors. Oh, good, because I was, I was like starting to be like, Get a little silly if you were being a stunt double for John Goodman. <laughs> I was no, like, how does that? <laughs> I got to meet him though, which was pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Well, you know, you in just a couple of years, it's amazing. You would you please tell us about some memorable moments with some of the actors and and so forth? We just would love to to learn more about this, please. Well, the, the best one is the Divergent story. So. On the set of Divergent, I was booked as background, booked as extra, and at the time, I didn't know what I was on set for because (laughs) I never read the books at the time, but all the kids there, because it was a number one bestseller, knew about it. They were so excited. It was, you know, super awesome to be on set, which it always is. No matter what role you have, it is amazing to be on set. Every single role that you have is essential, and it's a learning opportunity for everyone, whether background, you get upgraded, your principal supporting, it it doesn't matter. It's all a learning experience. And while on set, I ran into a buddy of mine that I had worked with prior to on a different set, and we were just chatting and talking, and then he just stopped, like his mouth was agape, just kind of looking past my face. And I knew he wasn't looking at me, but that meant somebody was behind me. So I slowly turned around and Shailene Woodley standing right behind me. And she's like, hey, I heard we're about to do a scene together. And then my mouth just dropped like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like me and you? Like when did I, did, I OK, like, I didn't know about this. 
So <laughs> she like walks away and goes to um, make up. And then the director, Neil Berger, walks over to me and he's like, hey, how you doing? You know, he asked me what my name was. And then he was walking with me and he goes, OK, you know, here's the scene. This will, you know, this is how it's going to go. This is what I want you to do. Um, you're going to be interacting with Shailene and best advice I could give you is just not to look in the camera. So as we started rolling, guess what I did? <laughs> Where's the camera, everybody? <laughs> oh, that that's the camera. You start pointing to it. Hi. <laughs> they had to draw. They, they, they took a straw and made them X just to keep my eye line away from the camera lens. And they walked <laughs> with it just so I wouldn't look at the camera. So I'll just look at the straw. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's a good movie i've seen them all in the great series that is so cool so cool indeed on that and i believe you know you started as that lady that wonderful lady on that plane gave you that advice to start in modeling now i believe that's sort of a segue to get into film i mean people can just go direct into film but it seems to be a segue could you tell us how 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 that works, like going from just, you know, kind of two-dimensional, well, you know, just an image, a picture, a photograph, into actually now film and movies? Well, everything's always, always going to be about networking. Um, everyone tries to do multiple things because it brings in more work and more opportunities. And as much as the photographers film models, they also film actors. So they hear things, you know, the actors will be doing or updating their headshots or coming in to get different pictures done. And, you know, they spark up conversation and be like, yeah, you know, I just worked on this or I just auditioned for this big film coming in. It's called this. So then, of course, when a photographer works with someone else, they may forward it to them like, hey, you know, if you're interested in this, you should probably check it out. And, you know, look about it. And then, like I said, the favorite thing is Google, which Google <laughs> is a very useful tool. You can pretty much find what you're looking for on Google um, with the right re research. So basically going from modeling um, into TV, film, commercial, um, not an easy transition. As far as TV and film goes, I mean, most start all in the same doing background uh, you know not everyone's going to start there but it's not a bad place to start you want to get your foot in the door that's all that really matters is getting your foot in the door being able to learn and that's how you network so i mean a lot of people put a lot of bad things on background work but i mean it, it completes a scene everybody has different aspects of what they want in their careers as well which you know not everyone wants to be that Denzel Washington, that Viola Davis, that Tom Cruise, that Cameron Diaz. But if they have the opportunity to be in that part, they're going to take it. But it's just everyone's different. Everyone's going to go at a different pace. No one's going to be exactly the same. I got you. Very interesting. And it, as you said, it, with networking, it could go any which way. You started off in print, and I believe you have a really amazing story of where you did a, a photo shoot or something and you just forgot all about it and never heard about it. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh, yes. That's the, that's the, the one with the billboards. <laughs> yeah. Could you um, tell us that, please? Yes. So I had a last minute. Um, I, it wasn't even an audition. I just got booked from my headshot. And my agent emails me. And I had to be basically four hours away by the next morning. 
and I, you know, try to go to sleep early. I get up, I make the drive, super long drive. I get there and I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm like exhausted. I'm so tired and I just want to get this over with. So it was an order of the way they were shooting the models. And of course, I was the last one being able to um, be shot with um, another model who was portraying my girlfriend for the ad. And we ended up doing a lot of different shoots. And it was a small thing. It wasn't long. It wasn't, you know, very um, elaborate. It, It was honestly maybe an hour, hour and a half. And I was on my way back home about two three months later i'm getting text messages facebook messages friends are like dude awesome billboard i'm like what are you talking about they're like your face is on a billboard like i've been passing it for the past few days i've just been meaning to you know message you but you have a billboard that's out here and i'm like what (laughs) i have a billboard hold on where so they four hours drive away (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. I'm, man, where, where is this? Because I'm trying to get to it. <laughs> so I'm driving up and down these expressways and I'm going through. And it's actually funny because the billboards by where I, I grew up at. Oh. So all of my friends that I went to high school with or went to the nearby high schools and stuff are seeing my face plastered for a movie theater that they go to to watch movies. How cool is that? And I'm like, wow, oh my God, like, I didn't expect that. So I like Facebook messaged the model I worked with and I'm like, hey, we on a billboard. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. That just goes to show that any opportunity can lead into something else because you were just going for a headshot at the last minute. And with such a drive, it's amazing. You said, ah, forget it. It's that's that's eight plus hour round trip just driving for a headshot, but it's just amazing that any opportunity can come from any opportunity. Did I even right. say that right? <laughs> no, that was that's correct. That's exactly correct. <laughs> this is the spotlight with Tony Dierso. Just ahead, I chat with acrobat and film star Brian E. Neal, who tells us how many times he wanted to give up, and later on, he gives us his best advice for you. But first. It's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision. Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan, including strategic and tactical planning. Get the vision map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision. V-I-S-I-O-N.
The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash community. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, business experts, game changers, best-selling authors, world-renowned VIPs? If so, please apply and let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me, Tony at TonyDierso.com. That's Tony at TonyDierso.com. And let's see how we can help each other. Thank you for letting us contribute to your success. Listening to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now back to the Spotlight. All right, we're back on the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Today's show is with acrobat and film star Brian E. Neal, who's about to tell us all the many times he wanted to give up. And just ahead, best-selling author and master storyteller Terry Lancaster gives us the TKO tip of the week. His book, Better, Self-Help for the Rest of Us, became an Amazon number one bestseller. He delivers a great TKO tip for you just ahead. And now, back to the chat with Brian, who tells us what happened next. Things like that, where you've got to go long distances just to try out, there's competition, were there just times you just said, forget it, this is not for me, I just want to give up? Was there just like, oh man, this is just like too much work for, for nothing? There's been many times, there's going to be probably many more times where it's just like, oh, why do I do this? Why am I doing this? When I could easily, you know, get a nine to five or um, just stick to my other job, which is coaching, tumbling, like, why, why am I doing this? And when I first started, it was basically me doing it because it was fun. Like it was a different opportunity. It was something new. Like, oh my God, I have this chance to be on TV. I could be on TV or, oh my God, I could be on a movie. Like I could do this. And then it started changing. I started noticing other actors and the reasons they were doing it for. Most of them have families, you know, um, kids that look up to them, of course, and they're doing it for them. They're doing it because they're wanting, they want to be that figure for you know their child for their family and i'm like well i'm not at that point i'm not at that level yet where i'm not doing it really for anybody technically but me so i'm like how much do i want this like do i really want it for me and the more that i kept going i started realizing that it wasn't just for me i have friends i have family members i have fans if i'm gonna call them that that's starting to support me and they're like hey keep going you can do this so now it's not even about me no more as much as i want it you know for myself i'm going to keep doing it for myself but i'm also going to do it because i have a support system that's believing in me to do it so each time that i do feel like oh my god why do i stay up so late looking at this why do i travel to la just for an audition when i might not get it why do i 
travel four miles just for, you know, a simple picture when, you know, like, is this worth it? And after each time I actually talk myself into doing it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely worth it. <laughs> so I just got to keep reminding myself that it's it's something that I want is going to be hard. Nothing's going to be easy. It's that challenge. And it's the challenge that I like. I like when people challenge me. It's the point of when you think I can't do something, I'm just going to prove you wrong. I'm going to show you that I can <laughs> anyway, any way that I can. It's just no, no negativity being there. Even if you think it's helping, it's not helping. It's just putting that negative aspect out there. Everyone has a goal. Everyone's goal is going to be different. Focus on what you're doing and complete your goal. Don't worry about nobody else. You know, they, they, or they have their mission. You have your mission. She going to have her mission. He going to have his mission. All our missions might not be the same. All our missions might be the same, but not with the same way about getting to it. So it's more so just picking yourself back up and just keep taking that little step forward, each step going forward. Very cool. So in agreement with you. There's times, you know, I want to do the same thing, but it's it's the next step and it's the next step. I totally, totally am in sync with you on that. And we're going to come back to some of these points and aspects a little bit later on when we talk about the best advice for audience and things like that. One thing I did want to ask is, I know that your inspiration was watching Will Smith in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And did you ever see yourself getting into that? Because it seems like you just put it right out of mind until somebody said, hey, you know, give it a try. So basically as the kid, I mean, that's what I would watch. Like his mannerisms were my, like, like as The Fresh Prince. Like, those mannerisms was what I copied. Like, that's what I wanted. He was funny. He was light. And it was a, a great show at that. And I felt like I could be Will. I, I, I can be that person, not necessarily thinking about being on TV as that person, but just like in real life. So as I got older, I started, you know, getting more into sports. Like, oh, my God, now I want to be a professional football player. Oh, no, I don't want to be a professional basketball player. And then it's like, no, I really like math and science. I want to be an astronaut. So, like, my mindset was <laughs> at a lot of different places throughout growing up as a kid until it was the time um, which when she mentioned that was my senior year of college. And I was about to graduate in two months. And it's that point of, oh, my God, what do I want to do with my life? Like, <laughs> am I doing the right path? Am I going to finish my degree and actually get into a job where my degree is for? Um, am I going to find a job? Like, what am I going to do? What is all of these things? So it was just a, a random thought like, well, what if she right? I won't know unless I try. So, I mean, I might as well. If it don't work, I'm just going to stop. <laughs> Great advice. Very, very cool on that. And I think we all get that after college or during the end. It's like, now what am I going to do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and by the way, I could totally see you. If Will Smith ever does a, a biography movie on his life or anything, I could totally see you doing it and being in it. Because I know a little bit about you and, and the diversity of characters that you can play, which is really cool. 
Ha- have you ever met him, by the way? No, I think I would cry if I met him. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he'll look walk up to you. He'll, he'll walk up if, to you and say, "Hey, this guy looks like me." <laughs> man, my knees would probably give out. I'd be on the floor, like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> uh, uh, well, well, I hope you do meet him, and I think in your incredible career, you are going to meet him. Let's see here. Can you tell us? I think did we ask this about projects? Any other projects, upcoming projects that you're going to be working on? Would love to know. You've told us about the John Goodman film. What else is in the future for you? Um, so actually, also in a couple of weeks, I'm working on a film called Imago, which is about um, women's sex trafficking. It's, it's basically an, aware, an awareness film um, that um, a group of guys are trying to get this point um, or awareness out to multiple people by creating a film that basically shows like what's going on, what's happening, and you know, just trying to really, really, really raise awareness for the subject, which is a very important subject. And uh, my character, Ray Ross, I play basically the brother of the lead actress who basically gets um, killed by a police officer for mistaken identity. Oh my. So it's gonna touch a lot of different you know feelings it has a lot of different aspects to the film of things of recent of course and um i think it's going to be amazing and the name again you said is imago did i say that right yes i am a g o and when do you think that's going to come out um it should be released sometime next year um i'm gonna assume somewhere around spring very cool very cool Now, there are some people in the spotlight audience that, you know, maybe teeter-totter, should I do it, should I not? Could you give some, you have some great advice on people that are looking to break into entertainment. Could you please share that with us? Yes. um, If you're on the fence, if you, you know, don't know, should I do this, should I not? My biggest thing is try. I mean, you can never go wrong trying. You don't want to go on regretting. Oh, I should have. We don't we don't want that mindset. This is how our mindsets are. We want to know, hey, we gave it our all. It didn't work. But I mean, at least I know I put my best foot forward. And just because it didn't work now, it doesn't mean it's not going to work later. Think of all the many A-list actors that you guys do know of that have very late starts to their career, but are like killing the box office every time a movie come out. How many movies have y'all seen Morgan Freeman been in? He started when he was younger, but he didn't get really big until well in his late 60s. Like, it just might be a timing thing. So try. If it's not the right time and you still feel, hey, I, I would like to pursue this. Wait a little bit. Gather some money, find a, you know, get a, a, a job, start working, start working, because this is an industry where you do have to fund yourself. Nothing's really free ever but this is something where you have to basically hone your own craft so you will have those that will help you you will have those that will try to not help but i mean as long as you have um the the confidence as long as you're motivated remember you always have your own support you're going to be your number one fan no matter what anybody says you're your biggest fan if you're not your fan first then maybe it's not for you if you don't believe in you first, it's not for you. You're your number one fan. Anybody that say they're your number one fan, they're the second one. 
you believe in you first. That's the only way that it's going to be great and for you to be successful. And remember, it's no limit to success. I mean, your thing could be, hey, I just want to be on a TV show. You could go do background work and then walk across the screen and saw yourself and you happy. I mean, it is for some people. That's fine. It's perfectly fine because that's your success. That's not anyone else's but yours. So as long as you keep pursuing what you want to do, as long as you're 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 able to basically invest in yourself, try it. It's no is 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 <laughs> no better thing than knowing you tried and gave it your all. This is the spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Even if when you didn't just think ahead, you would, we're going to find out you more never from Brian about just how determined. That's very interesting advice. Thanks for sharing that with us, Brian. Industry. Get ready for lots more advice and great motivation from acrobat and film star Brian E. Neal. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, business experts, game changers, best-selling authors, world-renowned VIPs? If so, please apply and let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me, Tony at TonyDierso.com. That's Tony at TonyDurso.com. And let's see how we can help each other. Thank you for letting us contribute to your success. Get the Revenue Chap mobile app for your Android or iPhone. It's free. Download from your cell phone or smart device at TonyDurso.com slash mobile. Hey, get in on the biggest thing in energy and earn additional income. Create financial freedom for decades to come. Learn more at TonyDierso.com slash P-O-W-U-R. That's TonyDierso.com slash P-O-W-U-R. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with acrobat and film star Brian E. Neal. Brian's going to give a further inside look into the film industry and also some great advice in just a moment. And later on in this show, best-selling author and master storyteller Terry Lancaster gives us a really great TKO tip of the week. All right, and now back to the chat with Brian. I know that headshots are very, very expensive, and you need a bio, and a, I don't even know all the words, so forgive me, but you need the various paraphernalia that goes with who you are, what you are, how to represent yourself. And then you've got to go to auditions and even fly around or drive long distances. And if you've got to cover that yourself, that's quite an expense to bear. So I would say you really have to believe in yourself and be determined because, and not just let the first no or the first couple no's uh, stop you. Isn't that right? Yes, I agree. Because you don't hear a lot of no's in this entertainment industry. You got to think 
just because you submitted don't mean 50 other people who look just like you did too. So you have to be ready. Be ready and acceptive. You're going to hear those no's, but those no's going to add up to that one yes. That one yes is what matters. That one yes could be the game changer. So take those no's. All right. Yeah, you said no. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to make you, you know, well, not make you, but I'm going to, you know, work hard where you're going to be like, ah, maybe I should have got that person in here. Maybe I should have selected them. You know what? I got a movie coming up. I am going to bring them in here this time. I like the way that they changed, you know, from before. And now I want to bring them in. So now I know they're versatile. I know what I've seen them do before. I know what I've seen them do now. Now bring them in. I want to see if they can do something else. What about networking? Does that play a part? And how can one effectively network to to reach and find new opportunities and 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 be able to take advantage of them? Network is honestly having the um, uh, basically networking is just being able to talk. <laughs> if you're not afraid to talk, if you're not afraid to be friendly, just just I mean you know introduce yourself. If you're new. Hi, this is my first time on set. Hi, this is my first photo shoot. Hello, hello, hello. Most most people are friendly. Most people will be there to try to help you. It's okay, you know, to be that new person. It's fine to be that new person. But you have a plethora of people that's going to be on that set who's probably done this 100 times, who've done this 50 times. This could be their thousand time doing it. And they just know some things which you want to hear some advice, but with everyone's advice, you still always want to do your own research to check the validity of it. So as far as networking goes, you could be on set. Somebody could be in their mind thinking about, okay, I'm on set because I want to watch what this director does. I want to be a director, but this is my way of getting close to this director on set, watching what this person does. And two years later, I'm going to make a movie. This movie is going to be big. Now I need actors for it. Oh, I remember that person I met on set. They was funny. Let me contact him or her. See if she wants to do this movie. Hey, you know, you're good. This is a big movie. I submitted it to this big film festival. Now you got hundreds of eyes looking at it. They're like, oh, who is that actor or actress? We need to get her in here. And then that's how it works. Well, not necessarily specifically, but that's how it could work, I should say. That one small thing, one small hello could lead to something big because you never know who knows who. Very cool stuff. And it, it makes me think of marketing yourself and getting noticed. You know, you're going to an audition. Let's just say, I don't know how many people show up at some of these. Let's just say there's 50 people at a particular audition and you go there. What tip do you have or advice on how you can get noticed so that you stick in the person's mind above everyone else? It's going to be different for everybody. Um, like you said, you could go to an audition. There's going to be 50 people in the audition. It may be people that look like you. It may be people who don't look like you. It may be people who have the same personality as you. Um, it's a lot of different ways. Um, but basically the best way to stick out is by actually being you. You're the only you, unless you're a twin or a triplet, then that's cool. But like <laughs> <laughs> you, you are you. And even with twins and triplets, they're not the same. They're all individual people. They may have some characteristics. They may look alike, you know, sometimes, but there's still that one and it's still that one. So just be you. 
They want to see you bring out the character. They want to see what you can do to the character. Not necessarily just, you know, okay, I'm just going to be Will Smith as the character. No, because that's Will Smith. That's not you. That's him. If if that was the case, they're just going to hire him. (laughs) So in the audition room, try not to be nervous. Nerves are going to kick in. It's going to happen. So what? Be you. Be yourself. That's all you can do. Put you into that role. You bring out that role. It's going to show a good result. If not the first time, maybe the second time, maybe the third time. I have friends who've been on countless auditions and the uh, casting director keeps bringing them in because something's just not quite right. They don't fit that character quite right. But hey, that time where they was perfect for that character, they got it. They on set, they got their own trailer. They waiting to go film they scene. They on national television. Prime time. Opportunities exist. It just might not happen the first few times. But if you keep trying, it eventually will. The old adage, if at first you fail, try, try, try again. And it really seems to be extremely true in the modeling, acting, and film industry. Yes. How do you handle nervousness? Let's say you're up for audition. I'm just going to make this up. And you go into a room and whatever, however they do it, they tell you, here, do this part. And you're just about ready. And the door opens out of the side and Will Smith walks in. How do you handle your nervousness so that you can still do what they want you to do? So basically, I've learned how to block everything out. So I trained myself to block basically emotions, to block nerves. Um, I would say that I sing to myself in my head. I sing to myself because that makes me calm. It makes me relaxed. Every time I'm upset, anytime I'm feeling moody, I play music. The song, the, 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 the lyrics, the, the, the sound of music just makes me, you know, comfortable, calm. So anytime that I'm feeling a little nervous, anytime I'm feeling scared, you know, anytime I'm just like, ooh, I'm overwhelmed. It's just music. Music helps. Music soothes the soul is what they say. So I just play it in my head. Any song. It could be any, anything from, honestly, my favorite music is back from the 70s and 80s. So anything of that sort. But it's just calming just to relax yourself. Just not to get overworked. And I mean, with the tumbling aspect, I'm kind of a show off. So in that aspect, if Will Smith walked in the door, I'm about to give my best. That's about to be the best thing I could ever do because I want to show him. I want to show the casting directors. I want to show everybody in that room. I'm supposed to be here and I'm supposed to come get this role. I like that. That's a great determination, a great determined attitude, great confidence in that. Give it your best. Make everyone your best. That's the way I believe is everything I do. Put my best into it. It's always you know, that's what makes it you and sets you apart. And I really loved what you said about the, if there's a twin, hey, that's a different me. <laughs> that's not the real me. That's the other me or whatever. Because everyone is so unique. And as people try to be others, they don't quite get it right. But if they work to be themselves, there's only one of you. And as you work to be yourself, you become so much more yourself. I think that that is a great way to stand out in the crowd. So really good advice there. For, uh, for everyone that's listening. This is very cool. And I know we've talked a little bit about this on and off, but, you know, 
you may not look at it this way, but from others, you're, you know, they look at you, you're riding on top of the world, you have a rocketing career, you're, you're really ro- going well. So almost like you could write your own ticket, not quite, but what's your motivation? What gets Brian E. Neal up every day? What per- what's the purpose here? Where are you going? It's honestly a half and half right now. Um, I used to do it because people kept telling me I couldn't. I don't like that word. I, I don't. I don't like can't. I don't like you. You're not supposed to do this. You can't do this. Um, you're not doing it the right way, or all of this. There's no right way. I mean, there might be guidelines. There might be steps. You know, rules. But I mean, not to be that person. But I mean, rules do get broken. But I mean, it's not one way to just go through a door. There's a lot of ways you can go through a door. You know, so it's it's more motivating me to you know even prove to myself like i can't do it for me i can't show them that what they're saying isn't true you know like who are they to tell me you know they're not me i'm not you i'm not telling you what you can't do i could easily do that just like you're easily doing it you know for me or for anybody else but like i want to show everybody that the route that i am going the route that i'm taking is fine where it can happen where it's okay And then also, I mean, I coach students, I coach kids from five years old to 18. And I mean, they love it as much as I do. They get to tell their friends like, oh, my God, my coach is in Divergent. My coach is this. My coach is that. You know, he couldn't come with me today because he was filming and all of this, which is, you know, kind of (laughs) cool. So I'm like, all right, you know, that's pretty cool. There's their kids. So now I have a kid base that's spreading through the kids as much as I'm marketing myself to adults and getting myself, you know, spread out to adults. I'm honestly subconsciously spreading myself out to kids. So if I was in like the next Disney movie, if Disney made a movie, animated movie, I got a call for a voiceover and I got it. I got to do it. I tell these kids, Hey, I'm going to be in so-and-so Disney movie that's coming out. That thing's going to spread like wildfire only because they already know what I do and I'm kind of a name for them already. And then they really want to go see the movie now. <laughs> I like that. Very cool. It's sort of like everything that you do just is another adds, you know, like in building a building, it just adds another dimension or another floor and it just keeps adding and adding. And when you this look at the it after a while with Tony, as you're so just four ahead, short years, Brian E. Neal gives us lot. his best advice for you. Yeah. And very, very cool. author and master storyteller, Terry Lancaster delivers a knockout TKO tip of the week. But first it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map, Beat the Odds for Business Success at TonyDurso.com slash vision. 
Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan, including strategic and tactical planning. Get the vision map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision, V-I-S-I-O-N. The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDURSO.com slash community. Hey, get in on the biggest thing in energy and earn additional income. Create financial freedom for decades to come. Learn more at TonyDurso.com slash P-O-W-U-R. That's TonyDurso.com slash P-O-W-U-R. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with acrobat and film star Brian E. Neal, who soon gives us his best advice. And then... Best-selling author and master storyteller, Terry Lancaster, gives us a great TKO tip of the week coming up in just a minute. And now, back to the chat. Now that you're so much in film, do you look more for just, I want to do film and voiceovers only, or do you also still do modeling? Um, I still do modeling occasionally. Um, I don't actively do it as much as I did before when I first started. Um, I get the occasional print shoot. Um, every once in a while, which of course, yes, I'm going to say it is basically public advertising for me. Um, I could get a tear sheet from it and say, hey, you know, I'm on the website for this or I'm in the flyer for this. And then I actually have proof that I did it. So it's just another way for me to keep working, another way for me to keep networking. And with that, with those things on my resume, if people were to look it up, they could say, oh, my God, he traveled all the way, you know, up to Wisconsin just to do this shoot. I wonder if he'll travel over to where I'm at to do my shoot. And, of course, I have no problem with traveling. So it's, it's, it's great opportunities um, that lie um, in modeling because modeling's actually worldwide. As long as, as, well, as much as film is, too, but, you know, People overseas can still see the things if they go on the website just as much as they can for the acting and stuff. But I mean, on the Internet, it'll be easier to look at a website than to watch a whole video. Absolutely agreed. Very, very cool. So, yeah, you're so you, you still pursue all possible opportunities. And as we mentioned before, who knows what opportunity leads into another opportunity? Exactly. So the moral of that story is. Don't turn anything down. Do your best to try to go to any modeling, film, career, voiceover, anything that gets you another step and builds another another piece, another step, another bullet point on that resume. Right. Very cool. Now, we've talked a lot of stuff. We've given a lot of advice. If someone wanted to say more succinct, though, I'm not trying to, to rush that particular point, but... For someone that wants to aspire, is there anything else or something, you know, I want to make sure that we've covered it all in terms of 
What can someone do to get into the industry and how to go about it? Research, 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 research. We have the World Wide Web for a reason. You want to do research all the time. Anytime you feel doubt, research it. There are so many good opportunities out there as well as bad opportunities. And unfortunately, the entertainment industry is an industry where people will try to take advantage of you because it works. So if something seems not quite right or less of a word shady, look it up, research them. There's always ways to find out if a company, person, uh, industry, um, anything is um, like legit or not. So if you're starting out, you have questions, there are a lot of answers online. I do recommend getting, you know, um, like 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 uh, workbooks. Like I know some managers and some casting directors have written books, and um, they, you know, inside details of how the industry works, or just basically how the industry works. Um, I'm actually holding it in my hand right now. I have a book called Audition um, by Michael Shirtliff, and it's basically a book basically telling you everything you need to know on how to get the part for an audition. And, you know, it's always good to, you know, stay focused, um, take classes. Um, that's always a great opportunity. I'm about to um, start classes this fall, actually, because that's something I haven't done yet. It's not going to hurt. It's only going to help. So as many online webinars as there are, um, online books, books at bookstores, you know, take classes. Classes is the best. Actually, classes are the best training you could probably have on your resume. Very cool. Very interesting. And when you say classes, classes on how to do voiceovers, classes on how, on acting and accents and dialects and modeling, like uh, the specific niches and parts of that? Yep. They have classes for everything. Um, the second city that's in Chicago and L.A., offers classes for acting, for writing, for directing, for improv, um, singing, dialects, like in any aspect that you could probably want <laughs> to do in entertainment, I'm pretty sure they have a class for it. So it's a, a great opportunity with great coaches. Um, and you got to think about all of the, you know, A-listers now who actually went through the program or any program to get where they are now because these um, teachers these instructors are still in the industry too and they're probably doing a lot bigger things now which they could say oh i had this perfect person in my class for what you're looking for let me call this big famous casting director in la who's my friend that i can say hey for your next project why don't you book so and so because they've been taking my class for the past five weeks and i recommend them very cool. Very cool. And by the way, totally as an aside, since we're talking about classes, after being in sales and marketing and so mm -hmm. forth for many, many years, I'm actually coming out with my first, my first class that I'm doing an online training coming, going to be probably, it'll probably be available in the next week or so on my site, TonyDURSO.com. And I, and I give a class on how to set up the vision, how to set up your purpose how to set up your long-term objective. And, and then I work out, this is the best part. I work, I work out and help you work out your master plan, your strategy, your tactical. How are you going to get there to where you want to go? So it's very cool. And, and uh, I, I look forward to joining the, 
the list of people that have classes out there because I'm very excited to finally share some of my knowledge and data with others. Just as a little aside since we mentioned it. Oh, yeah. Cool. And now, Brian, lovely conversation. Great interview. I'm enjoying it. Would you like to share your contact information on how people can get a hold of you? And especially Disney. Disney that, you know, you guys and in the film industry and modeling and makeover, voiceover, I said makeover, whatever. <laughs> you have more buzzwords than I know. Pay attention. Here's how you get a hold of Brian. Please tell us, Brian. You can contact me at my email address, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Neil, N-E-A-L, 88 at AOL.com. Or if you go on my website at Brian E. Neil, that's N-E-A-L.com. I have a link to my professional email on the uh, website as well. Very, very cool. Brian, thank you so much for sharing all that. Such an honor, really, to chat with you. When you come to L.A., I definitely want to see you, but please don't go away. We have one more little thing that we do at the very end of our shows. It's time now for the TKO Tip of the Week. This week's TKO Tip is presented by Terry Lancaster. He's a master storyteller, and his book, Better, Self-Help for the Rest of Us, became an Amazon number one bestseller. He's a contributing writer for Forbes, The Good Men Project, and Dealer Marketing, as well as he's a national speaker on venues such as like TEDx, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the National Automobile Dealers Association, and so on. Here's the TKO tip. Hi there. I'm Terry Lancaster, number one best-selling author of Better, Self-Help for the Rest of Us, and you're listening to The Spotlight. Today's TKO tip of the week is don't break the streak. Now, we all like to think that we're the masters of our own destiny and that our lives are products of the decisions that we make but actually, most of the time, we're all running on autopilot, and our lives are simply a product of our habits. Today, I'm going to share with you my favorite strategy for creating new habits and for breaking old ones. This strategy helped me write a best-selling book. It's helped me stop sitting in front of the television eating potato chips late every night, and it's helped me find the determination to run at least a mile every day for the last 893 days in a row. I learned this strategy, oddly enough, from Jerry Seinfeld. Basically, whether you're writing a joke every day, writing 500 words for your book every day, cold calling a new customer every day, sending a thank you card every day, or running a mile every day, you simply start today and keep track of how many days in a row you do it. Once the streak gets big enough, <laughs> it'll kind of take over your life and you'll do anything to keep the streak alive. I've run in the rain, in a blizzard, I've run when it was 110 degrees outside, and I've run on days that I was so sick, the only time I've got out of bed was to get up and go run my mile. But I didn't break the streak. So pick an activity that you can do every day to make your life and your business better, and go do it today. That's one. Do it again tomorrow, that's two. Do it again the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and whatever you do, don't break the streak. I'm Terry Lancaster. Thanks for listening to The Spotlight with Tony D and Dr. G. Now that's a great piece of advice. Don't break the streak. It's like when you have a car going at top speed on the freeway, you know, you've got this momentum. You just don't want to slow down. Great advice on him. Once you get something going that's successful, you keep up with doing it. For example, Every morning, first thing I do in the morning, the first thing I do is I take a five-minute walk. I get fresh air and sunshine. 
But if the weather's bad, I'll do that walk indoors. And it doesn't matter what happens. I always do my morning walk. And that helps set me up to have a really great day. I actually see a difference between doing it and not doing it. And just like Terry Lancaster talks about where he, no matter even if he's not feeling well, he gets up and jogs. That's very, very cool. And for those in business, I, you know, I want to say that when you have something that works and it is successful, the first thing you have to do is give it some recognition. Hey, this is, this is, this is working. Even though you may not be making the millions yet, this is working. And you keep that going no matter what. Very good advice, advice by Terry. And to our Spotlight audience, I hope you enjoy our TKO Tips of the Week and that they help you with your career or business. Let me know if you like these or if there's anything else you would like spotlighted. And again, such a great, great interview with acrobat and film star Brian E. Neal. Thanks for hanging in there with me on this, Brian. I love it. Thank you, Tony. Thank you for having me. Okay, well, great, great, great. It's again a pleasure. And to our Spotlight audience, thank you again. It's our honor to have you listen. Well, all right. Keep your focus on success, and we'll see you next on The Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and his special VIP co-host. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend.